Hello, hello, listeners. Hello, hello, This is Out of Our Skull, episode 10. 10! And still going strong. Still going strong because there's so much news to talk about. So much news, guys. Just once, I'd like a podcast so where it's like, wow, we've got nothing to talk about because everything's yeah. peachy keen and fine and dandy. Let's just talk about the weather and... Um, you know, the latest episode of American Gods. Yeah, and like sports scores or something. Yeah, that sports ball <laughs> thing. How's that sports ball people doing? Uh, well, this this episode is going to be no exception. Yeah, unfortunately, we, yeah. we got a lot to talk about. We are getting it to you a day late, which again is my fault. Um, and since we're giving this to you a day late... Um, these are gonna, this is going to be We're very gonna, little edited. Very it's going to be editing. <laughs> no editing, but I was going to say, and it's going to be completely up to date. That's right. Because there's two breaking news pieces that we're going to put on at the at the very end of this. So that we're that stick just came this down through today. Yeah, just really an hour ago. An hour ago. So stick through this until the end of this episode, or, or fast forward through through the other crap if you want to get to it. Oh, come on. You know you love our you lovely You pleasure voices. delayers. That's right. Okay, so what are we talking about first here? <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Um, well, let's talk about uh, at, the, at the end of last episode, I asked our listeners to send us marches and yes. protests and, mm-hmm. and things like that, and they did. So I heard about March for Love, which already happened. It was May 6th. Um, I was out of town, so I didn't get to go, and I didn't even see this message until I got back. I was also, yeah, I was also out of town, so we're, we're sorry we missed that one. We do appreciate, though, that you told us about it. Yes. However, I do intend to make the next one, which is March for Equity. Sorry, equality. equality. March for Equity. March for Equality. <laughs> and home loans and stuff. Yes. Um, March for Equality on June 11th. Um, this is a worldwide march, much like the, the uh, March for Science or the Women's March. Um in our neck of the woods, it's going to be in First World, First Ward Park, Charlotte. That's right. Which I haven't even been to. Yeah. I don't think, anyway. There's a bunch of parks that I've been to and don't know their names. So it's possible. But thank you, listeners, for, for sending us Yes, that and info. keep sending them. Absolutely. If you have, you know, if you have something going on in your neighborhood, even if it's a neighborhood party or a neighborhood get-together, as long as there aren't torches, which, you know, we'll talk about later, but... Oh, that's going to be a surprise. Yeah, so please keep <laughs> sending Foreshadowing. Yes. Okay, um, beyond that, know when your primary elections are. Yes. In North Carolina, they are September 12th. You yes. can find them at elections.mytimetovote.com slash dates slash north your state. Yeah, so, yeah, so if it's North Carolina, it's going to be north underscore Carolina. Dot HTML. Yeah. But if you go to, you know, elections.mytimetovote.com. Oh, yeah. You that'll can ru- find, that'll route yeah, you. That'll you route know. you to the main page where you can find the dates, and then you can look up by state. Make the clicks and the whiz poppers and stuff happen. That's right. Get on the interwebs. All right. So, so we started, news. Right. This, this kind of hit as soon as we released the last episode. So, yes. Um, the big... Big news here is the Obamacare repeal. Yeah. Now, this is just the House. The Senate has not voted on it yet, I don't believe. No, they've been on vacation. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> so Spring break! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's summer break, and then it's fall break, and winter break, and, uh, you know, midwinter break. Um, so, right along party lines, 
the vote was 217 to 213 um, to repeal Obamacare. Um. <laughs> so it barely passed. It barely it passed. It barely passed, but it did. Um, and they replaced it with something, of course, much worse. <laughs> uh, Fred Upton of Michigan proposed it. Uh, it does not specify who would be eligible for for um, affordable health care, uh, how much of their costs would be covered, or how much they would be expected to contribute in premiums. It basically just wiped out Obamacare. There's really nothing replacing Obamacare. It's all just vague notions of stuff. You know, there was a... Oh, pre-existing conditions. Well, what are they? What are the terms of them? I don't know. You don't know. I'm, um, I understand that pregnancy is not covered. No. Um, and also... And all the stuff that comes with it. All the stuff know. that comes with it. Which also means... it. What that means is that an insurance company, if you apply for insurance and they find that you had like a, a cesarean section or a difficult pregnancy, could actually deny you coverage because of that difficult pregnancy because there may be complications in the future. Um, they consider that a pre-existing condition. So it's it's no longer covered. It's kind, it's the most ridiculous things are being considered pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Did you see what Chuck Schumer said? Um, he's the senator of New York. The Democratic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he said the proposed Upton Amendment is like administering cough medicine to someone with stage four cancer. Yep. This Republican amendment leaves Americans with pre-existing conditions as vulnerable as they were before under this bill. Yeah, and for a lot of my friends who I know are self-employed and had trouble getting, because of their pre-existing conditions, had just an impossible time getting insurance before Obamacare. This just basically, it, it decimates their them financially. Um, yeah. Should this pass the Senate? Now, it has not passed the Senate yet. Um, and hopefully, at least a couple Republican senators come to their fucking senses and realize that this is just terrible. This puts us back to using the ER as primary care. It doesn't. We just need three Republicans yeah, to come to their senses. To, to come to their sentence, sense, senses and realize that preventative medicine is much better than than going to an ER every time you have a cough. It's just this is ridiculous, and this is just to negate whatever Obama did. It's like they have a list of everything he accomplished and they just want to negate every single thing. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. And Michelle Obama. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? We've, we've got a lot of notes on this, but I think we can skim through because it did happen a few weeks ago. Oh, I did like President Trump's, you know, twi tweet about it. <laughs> death spiral. Death spiral, yeah. Well, yeah, lots of people are going to be in a death spiral because of this. What a jerk. Yeah. I like he's at a hard rock concert or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, sticking it to that black dude. Right. <laughs> uh, in moving on, mm -hmm. on April 27th, which we did not know about because they wanted to confirm uh, the death, but Abdul Hasib was killed in a military raid. If you don't know who he is, he was the leader of Af the Afghanistan branch of ISIS. Yes. 
I don't think he's... He, it was a running joke because we kept hitting number twos. I don't think he was actually number two. I think he was number one, so... Yeah, he was <laughs> number that, one, but just... In that part of the... Just the, since July, because the former leader was killed in July. Yeah. They're, they're running through leaders quite quickly. Yeah. Um... 50 U.S. Army Rangers and 40 Afghan commandos were dropped by helicopter uh, within a mile or so of the site where the U.S. dropped the M-O-A-B, which I didn't even know that this that stands for. Mother of all Mother bombs. Mother of all bombs. Seriously. <laughs> America. America's like, yeah, the Army's full of 13-year-old boys. Gosh, I've just always seen that and go Moab. Yeah, I, I thought it was like some strategic, you know, military operation, you know, affirmative abomination or yeah. something. <laughs> well, the U.S. military did confirm that Hasib was the target of the attack. And he's the second ISIS-K leader to have been killed by Afghan and coalition forces in the last year. Uh, Hafiz Saeed was killed during U.S. drone strike uh, Oh, last August. I apologize. I thought it was July. Oh, okay. So, um, we're making some headway there, but it's, you know... Yeah. You cut off one head and two heads appear. It's like Hydra. Yeah. Well, at least Hillary's not in office, though. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah. you know... She wouldn't have done anything from but what her I emails. understand. Um, <laughs> we are so snarky. I know. <laughs> this is... This is Tuesday night. We've both had long days, and we don't have any alcohol. No to, alcohol. To, uh, it's like, it's been a long now. week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> so, and the news just keeps getting yeah. better just and better. Put, put your buckle on. You're in a snucky ride. <laughs> yes, very much. <laughs> okay, so HR244. House, uh, what is it called? Is it, is it, should it be House Bill? It should be House Bill. I'm sorry. My fault. I think it should be HB 244. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in February this year, Trump signed. This is, I'm going to quote him. Uh, I signed an executive order pledging to strengthen the capacity of HBCUs to provide the highest quality education to ensure equitable opportunities for HBCUs to participate in federal programs and to increase the number of college educated Americans who feel empowered and able to advance the common good at home and abroad. My commitment to the above stated goals remain, remains unchanged. Now, for those of you who don't know what HBCU is, that is a historically black college or university. Yes, thank you. Uh, oh. I don't know of any black American that is pro-Trump. No. There, there, I'm, I'm sure, sure there, there are. are. I'm sure, I'm sure there, there are. are. I'm sure but there's gay the... people who are pro-Trump. I don't know why. Oh, but... I do know a couple of those. Duh. But listen, um, I read this and I was like, what? He's making sense. Who wrote that for he him? He is promoting black culture and education. I just, I just don't understand. This is not the person that I know. Um, and then Education Secretary Betsy DeVos <laughs> had to chime in there, and she visited Howard University, the uh, federally chartered historically black college. In the District of in, Columbia, yeah. Yeah. Historically black colleges have often looked to Democrats as natural allies, but over the past 50 years or so, HBCUs have had bipartisan support with relatively steady funding over that time. Um, 
we'll see how this pans out. I mean, I'm I'm all for strengthening capacity. I'm all for strengthening capacity for anybody to go to secondary yeah. school. I just don't trust it. I don't trust That's it. That's my thing. That's yeah. my thing. If he follows through with this and Betsy DeVos follows through with this, great. I can't right? see that happening. I just, I just don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it. It's like, you know, him coming out on Mother's Day saying we need more prenatal care. We need more, you know, maternity leave. You know, At the same time, just obliterating prenatal care and maternity leave. <laughs> it's like, but... He says one thing and does another. And does another. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, just... we'll see how that goes. Keep in, keep in your mind, if you see HB244 uh, in a headline, read... Read what it's about. Read what it's about. Or read what's uh, going on with especially it. Especially if you are going to a black college or if you have uh, sons and daughters going to a black college. Just let them know. I just I just think that something's going to change. Yeah. Um pretty sure something's probably going to change <laughs> next on the topic list abbott signs sanctuary Three cities, cities ban. ban governor greg abbott of texas had spoken out against law local law enforcement officials who fail to cooperate with federal immigration guidelines republican Gre- governor greg abbott signed a bill into law that lets police ask during routine stops whether someone is in this country legally and threatens sheriffs and police chiefs with jail if they do not cooperate with federal immigration agents um, uh, but signed the bill sun- Sunday night during a Facebook Live event with no advanced public warning. Great. Yeah, do your governing on Facebook Live. Oh, my God. We're in the age of governance <laughs> by Twitter and Facebook. Um, a sanctuary city, for those of you who do not know what a sanctuary city is, is somewhere where <coughs> basically you're not asked if you're here legally. Um it's kind of a sanctuary for people who are not in the country legally. Um, now but that, it has no legal definition. It doesn't. It doesn't really have a legal definition. And frankly, it's 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 just kind of a more of a a kind of a courtesy thing. It's not like they can't ask you if you're here le- illegally. Now it's just this, widely. It's just widely done. Okay. Um, this usually happens in places where, where where there's large agricultural areas because so many of the agricultural industry use you know immigrants to do the the labor. And you this this is talking about uh, Texas. Yeah, you lived in Texas, right? I I briefly lived in Texas. Okay, it's funny because. Um, I don't think there are any sanctuary cities. There's not. In there's Texas. none. There's none. <laughs> So, <laughs> so this is kind the of fact that there is none um, <laughs> means that, you know, they expect to face the legal challenges ahead because it's just, uh, how can you make a law about something that's not even, that's not even legally a, a defined? Thing. Yeah, and it's not even a thing in your state. Now, I don't like the idea of police officers pulling you over and asking if you're here legally. Um, what if you don't have, like, your green card or something if you have a license i mean how are they going to determine just stop stop uh road accidents from happening that's what i want traffic patrol to yeah do. um and, I want and them if to there s- is an accident get to the site clear the road. right i want them to pull over people who are doing 60 in a school zone i want that you know drunk or driving drunk driving or something i don't need them pulling over somebody because they think they might be too brown yeah let's not 
Let's not encourage that behavior. No. Um, it doesn't it doesn't work well for the people being pulled over or the police officers. Well, I don't know. They don't seem to be doing anything to the police officers. Okay. So, the big news this week, Trump has fired FBI director Comey. Um <laughs> There's conflicting reports from the White House about the firing. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly coming from the president. <laughs> this this has just been a shit show since it really they has. fired him. This is <laughs> listen, <laughs> listeners. I don't know how far we are into this recording right now. Uh, sixteen, just sixteen minutes into this, the rest of it is going to be comedy. It's going to be. This, this is, is comedy. This was show. just a comedy of errors all freaking week. Um, because he fired him and then, of course, his spokespeople came out and said, oh, he took, you know, he was advised to fire him from the, the justice department and right. there were reasons and, and, and then of, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Trump was like, I fired him. I fired him on my regardless, own thing. Regardless of any recommendation. <laughs> there, were no, there was no recommendation. I thought he was a showboater. Um, so I fired him. Hillary Clinton had something to do with it. That was actually a talking I point. I know. Um, his spokespeople came out and said it had nothing to do with the Russian investigation and Trump came out and said I fired him because of the Russian investigation <laughs> but he assured me three times oh that I was God. not being investigated <laughs> but then but then Trump criticized his own um his own staff for yes. not being able to keep up with him <laughs> right he actually came out with a tweet that said maybe I should just pass out paper you know, written answers to at these press briefings because my staff can't accurately answer these questions. Like, dude, they can't accurately answer the questions because you're changing your story changing every your five story. seconds. And then most of the stories that you, that he says don't even like make coherent no sense. Um, Although was, he has improved with that. I, I somebody is talking. I him. think that's probably Ivanka trying desperately to get oh, him really? to string two or three words. To, but then you know he tweets, "We." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I think my elderly mother would exactly would, would do if she got a hold of my phone and yeah. just just kind of started pressing. Same things. here. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Trump's so, going to outsource his briefings. His briefings, or, or maybe um, just the best thing to do would be to cancel all future press briefings and hand out written responses. The, the important thing to note, though, seriously, that Trump tweeted Comey just after firing him <laughs> and said, better hope the tapes of their conversations aren't leaked. Now, this is a threat. And that is, that it is a threat is that he tweeted. That he tweeted. He could have fucking just... Told Let it go. Him, or put it on the WhatsApp thing that he communicates with his staff. Yeah. With. But first Come off. Come on, man. First off, he can't be. It's funny because the, second, the, the, the day after he tweeted this, two members of Congress said, oh, there are tapes. We want them. <laughs> and um, Sean Spicer, of course, said, we don't. We're not talking about that anymore. We're not talking about that anymore because there aren't any tapes. Ooh, jazz hands. Yes. <laughs> Magic um, trick. Um. And then after firing him, he tweeted, well, he better 
he needs to find those people leaking intelligence. I'm like, you fired his ass. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? Go Batman on you? <laughs> this is just... what. Um, Comey that was actually... probably a timed tweet, don't you think? I, I don't know. I don't think... I don't know. With Trump, you never could have been. Know. It could have been like a timed tweet that he set up to go off yeah and then fired him and realized oh crap oh well maybe he can still do something comey has indicated that trump insisted on a loyalty oath at their last meeting which comey declined to give um (laughs) go comey go comey (laughs) i never thought i'd say that but yes he asked him for a loyalty oath and he declined he asked him if he could be he again asked him for a loyalty oath, and he declined. This this three declinations thing, it's like biblical. And then he asked him if he could be loyally honest. And he's like, I can do that. I can be loyally honest. And then he was fired. <laughs> it was like, we don't want honesty. <laughs> we want loyalty. Yeah, and I don't remember who it was. But somebody else was nominated to take his place, and he's like, oh, no. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to touch that. Um <laughs> And the, the idea behind this was Trump was hoping that once he fired Comey, that this Russian investigation would fall apart because they were putting forth ideas that Comey was disliked in the FBI and that workers in the FBI were very unhappy, which they have come forward and said, no, we were very happy with him. He had his problems, but we weren't, we were fine with him. And yes, we are continuing with the Russian, the investigation into Russian tampering with our election. So... Good luck with that, Trump. It didn't do what you hoped it would do. Besides make you look ridiculous, but then you do that every day. Then Trump had a meeting with the Russian envoy. Yeah. <laughs> Trump so, hosted Sergei Lavrov in the Oval Office. Yeah. The meeting was open to Russian photographers and journalists, but not American photographers and journalists. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this was kind of a... It was kind of a surprise meeting. It was closed door. Nobody really knew about it until Russian photographers started tweeting photographs of the meeting. Um, but yes, American journalists were not invited. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump openly admitted giving Lavrov confidential information during the meeting, stating it was his right to do so. Um, it's his right to share information. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he didn't lie. But I guess now he's like, what do whatever, 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 do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm untouchable. And frankly, I don't know what he has to do to to actually get touched by this Congress because, man, what the fuck? Yeah. This is, we'll I see. mean, we'll see. Uh, there's some topics uh, further further along here. Along, yes. Um, do we want to go to the march or do we want to to uh, move to to stick with the FBI with Michael Flynn? No, let's do the march and then go. Okay. So this has happened kind of sort of locally to us. This was in Charlottesville, Virginia. And we were in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina, not Charlottesville. Um, but uh, there was a an alt-right, and I'm using air quotes right here. I hate it when people call them alt-right. Call them what they are. They are neo-Nazis. Um, they just don't like to... that. They don't like that designation because of the bad things that it, it, <laughs> it makes people think. But that is what they are. Um, they held a protest, a torch protest against Confederate monument removal in Virginia. Um, VA Republican Corey Stewart has made defending monuments of the Confederacy one of the signature issues in his bid to in his bid for the governor's office. And on Saturday, a group of neo-Nazi activists led by Richard Spencer, who, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy that got punched in Washington, D.C. during the inauguration. 
and you know he's a very open neo-nazi and he got slugged in the side of the head because that's what you do with nazis you slug them um <laughs> they were yeah the activists were led by richard spencer held two protests in charlottesville demanding the mayor cancel plans to remove this to remove the statue dedicated to robert e lee um, the protests held at night by torchlight evoked the clan clan rallies of past years. That's what they, that's how the clan usually met. They met at night. Yeah. Um, they met by torchlight and then they burned crosses. Yeah, that's their tradition. Yeah. Going back though, Robert E. Lee, this, the the one that's the yeah. statue, that's uh, he's the poet. No, Am this I... is this is the Confederate general. Confederate general. Okay. Um, this is yeah. I don't this know is who the, I'm thinking of. You're you're thinking of. I'm anyway. not quite sure. Anyway, anyway, yeah, this is um, the Confederate General Robert E. Lee. The, the city was planning on selling the statue um, and just basically removing it. Chiching. Yeah. Um, during the protest, Spencer proclaimed, we will not be replaced from this world. Whites have the future. We have a future of power, of beauty, and of expression. Oh, cringe. Cringe. Uh, cringe. It's, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Now, I will say this. The um the police broke up the demonstration within minutes because you can't just go walking around a public park with a bunch of freaking tiki torches, uh, which was hysterically that's what they were carrying was the citronella tiki torches that you buy at Home Depot. You're shitting me. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> I guess they couldn't find decent torches, so they were you know, they were holding little tiki's. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't. So, but the police <laughs> broke them up within minutes. And the Charlottesville mayor, Mike Signer, said in a statement, I want everyone to know this. We reject this intimidation. We're a welcoming city, but such intolerance is not welcome here. Um, and Eric Reimer, chairman of the Charlottesville Republican Party, said in a statement that this intolerance and hatred that the protesters are seeking to promote is utterly disgusting and disturbing beyond words. So it's really nice that yeah, that they came forward and said, we don't, this is not who we are. Mm -hmm. That being said, that's who the, they think they are. You know, you can't, you can't court neo-Nazis and use little dog whistle words and, and you know, well, yeah, wink at them and go, you're okay, you're okay. And then get mad when they actually come out of the woodwork like cockroaches and go, yeah. I guess that's true. It should be a no tolerance. Yeah. No tolerance. Yeah. Um, during the whole campaign, Trump just kind of winked at these people and said, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Because he wanted their votes. You just can't do that. You can't, you have to look hatred in the face and go, no, no, you're not. This is not what we want. This is not America. And and it backfired completely on them because Corey Stewart, who they were there to actually promote um, for governor, is thinking of dropping out of the race because of the association. <laughs> so so the person they were helping to promote, this dude who wants to save all these monuments, is now saying, I may not even run because I don't want to be associated with these people. But it was kind of a scary picture watching them all with the torch, you know, the torches. It really did look like those clan the history yeah those clan pictures you see from the 50s um it is amazing to me that that those groups are still around yeah i i'll be honest i have not heard about them in in decades i thought they were i knew the they were there um mostly because i mean up, up until this year I'll yeah, when, uh, with the with the election, they started really coming to the forefront because yeah. they just felt emboldened. I knew they were under the surface in certain areas, um, 
I really like punk rock and when I was in high school and just beyond high school I couldn't really get into that scene because a lot of them congregated to that kind of music scene in, in Colorado which is unfortunate because I love punk rock music and so much punk rock music is not neo-nazi <laughs> but they tended to you know kind of gravitate to the mosh pits and the Doc Martens and stuff so but I knew it was there I didn't know it was so prevalent until this election when it just seemed like oh my god where are all these races absolutely. coming from absolutely <laughs> you know? and and now they just feel emboldened because they feel like oh we're we're okay now the government is going to be the government will back us and there's something to be said i've heard the argument that well we know who they are now yeah you know it's it's good that they're coming out into the light i suppose we can recognize them for what they are um I'm just saddened that there are so many of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't make me proud to be an American. No. Now let's talk about the FBI investigation into it's Michael, Michael Flynn. Flynn. So uh, the new report from the New York Times said former FBI director James Comey, who we just talked about, Trump fired last week, had written a memo shortly before the meeting. Shortly, I'm sorry, shortly after the meeting with Trump to document the White House pressure. I hope you can let this go, Trump told Comey, according to a memo read to a reporter from the Times by an associate of Comey. The Times report, which is quickly denied by the White House, immediately led to questions about Trump, uh, that Trump had obstructed the justice system with his actions, and Comey might have a paper trail to use, I guess. You think? Trump. I mean, the dude's the leader of the FBI. You don't think he's going to back his shit up? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Um, yeah, to go to the leader of your FBI who is investigating someone who has just remarkable ties to Russia. I mean, there's no denying there's ties between Russia and Michael Flynn. There really isn't. He, he's been pretty bold about it. Um, and say, I just hope you let this go. No. <laughs> Can you pass in a memo? Come yeah. On, the report was published in the midst <laughs> After the tweet that you yeah, sent or before the tweet that you sent? <laughs> the report was published in the midst of a separate White House crisis over a report that Trump had revealed highly classified info during an Oval Office meeting with the Russian officials, which we spoke about a little bit earlier. National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster, who replaced Flynn, sought to diffuse the situation, insisting on nine separate occasions that the discussions were wholly appropriate and amounted to a normal exchange of information. Yeah. If you haven't seen that video, by the way, I do recommend it. It's just him saying wholly, wholly appropriate. It was wholly appropriate. Wholly appropriate. Over, over and over again. Wholly appropriate. <laughs> Completely natural. Wholly appropriate. It's wholly appropriate to have a Russian dignity, you know, Russian envoy. He's not even a dignitary. He's a flippin'. He's a Russian agent. He's a suit wearer. Um, in the Oval Office and, you know, giving him information with no American journalists there. What the president discussed with the foreign minister is wholly appropriate to that conversation <laughs> and is consistent with the routine sharing of information between the president and any leaders with whom he's engaged, McMaster told reporters. Oh, he's engaged with Putin. That's legal mostly now. <laughs> March for equality. <laughs> June 11th. <laughs> I wonder how many posters there's going to be of Trump and Putin. I have already seen, I haven't watched them, but I have already seen that there is 
Trump versus Putin, like, porn parodies and definitely comics. Oh, yeah. I've seen the comics. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But McMaster raised news questions when he suggested that Trump could not have compromised intelligence sources or methods because the president wasn't even aware of the source of the information he discussed with the Russians. What? So he has no freaking clue where it came from. I'm sorry, say that again, sir? But he's just going to say it anyway. <laughs> this is announced- like saying, he basically said, look, guys. He doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Our boss is so stupid, he really has no clue what he's saying. I mean... (laughs) Oh, but then Trump couldn't couldn't face that. Oh, no. So he jumped in to defend himself (laughs) in a tweet that it was... That's, uh, again, we said earlier, this it was his absolute right to disclose facts pertaining to terrorism and airline flight safety to the Russians. Oh, my God. Well, don't you feel safer now that the communists know our flight information? So he hasn't denied that he divulged highly classified no, information to top he Russian said diplomats. It's his absolute right to do so. Mm-hmm. Neither Trump nor his advisors have specifically denied that he divulged. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, I I hate the fact that our White House has now devolved to, you know, this maniacal man baby in charge, <laughs> right? Um, who will take credit for any fucking thing, no matter how bad it is, because he can't not take credit for stuff. If you, you know, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that you could like, hey, Trump didn't do this, and he'll just come right out and go, yeah, I did. <laughs> and that's what this amounts to. And his staff is basically saying, look, our boss is really, really stupid. And he has no clue what he's saying. And and that's their excuse. <laughs> this is their rationale for this. It's okay yeah. because he's that stupid. Wow. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's yeah. misinformed. Well, he ignored questions about what exactly he told Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov and Ambassador Sergei Kislyak. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, actually, I, I believe is correct, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, only telling reporters that the meeting was... Well, very, very successful. For them. <laughs> and, and that, uh, quote, we want to get as many help to help fight terrorism as possible. Does he not realize that they are a terrorist no. nation? No. I mean, if you look they at don't what know, he Look, our boss doesn't know what he's talking, talking about. about. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying because he has no clue where it comes from. Um, if you look at what's happening in Chechnya now with the gays, with gay people being, you know, basically put into camps and protesters are basically told there's no gays in Chechnya and by the way you're arrested for protesting this 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 is a terrorist nation yeah no they're not you know blown up buildings but they're still a terrorist nation yet Yet. I mean they've done it in the past I mean but in a separate statement the White House pushed back at the Times report on Comey while the president, president, I'm sorry. While the president has repeatedly expressed his view that General Flynn is a decent man who served and protected our country, the president has never asked Mr. Comey or anyone else to end any investigation, including any investigation involving Flynn. It's important to really be specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president has the utmost respect for our law enforcement agencies and all investigations. <laughs> This is not a truthful or accurate portrayal of the conversation between the president and Mr. Comey. 
I've read your Twitter. <sighs> Senate um, Minority Leader Charles Schumer from New York demanded that the White House hand over transcripts of the call to key lawmakers, arguing that refusing to do so would only fuel doubts about whether Trump is capable of handling sensitive information. Um, I agree. I mean, Absolutely. if you're, you're going to spend eight years asking for Obama's birth certificate, which means fuck all, I want transcripts mm-hmm. of this conversation. I, I don't know who Charles Schumer is, but I'm going to I'm going to follow him now because that's the second mm-hmm. second quote that that he's we put the up minority, how, uh, the minority leader in the House. So because because the Democrats are currently a minority party currently. Hopefully not starting next year. Um, he's kind of the minority leader. Um, speaking of things that need to be released and we need to look at tax returns. <laughs> yes, we're, we snowflakes are talking about the tax yes, returns. Yes, and we're going to continue to talk about yeah. his tax returns. <clears throat> so as soon as, um, as soon as Comey came forward and and you know said he's going to start releasing papers and. Uh, you know, said that he's pressured to drop the investigation onto Flynn. Um, Democrats revived this. This broke like an hour, hour and a half ago. Democrats revived a procedural tactic tonight to force a House floor vote on a resolution demanding Trump provide Congress with his tax returns from the past decade, decade. not from two thousand five, right? From for the entire past decade. Um, <clears throat> Republican Bill Pascrell offered a resolution on the floor that would direct the House Committee with jurisdiction over the tax code to request Trump's tax returns. Republicans haven't offered a ruling on the resolution yet, but under House rules, it's expected to get a floor vote within the next two days. The House Ways and Means Committee, Senate Finance Committee, and Joint Committee on Taxation have all, all have the authority to request individual tax returns from the Treasury Department and review them in closed session. Um, Look, you know, you can go ahead and say, well, it's not a requirement of the president to return, you know, release his tax returns. He's not legally required to do so. Um, it's also not legally required for a president to come up with his long form birth certificate. <laughs> He's been the only one to refuse. Yeah, he has been the only one to. Hillary Clinton released 30 years. 30 freaking years. Of, of tax returns after being accused of all sorts of nefarious things with her her charity and really if if he wants the russian investigation to go away just disclose disclose the tax returns right that Let prove that you are yeah. not getting funds funds from russia from russia and boom yeah russian investigation dropped um, he's not going to do that, though, because I'm pretty sure his tax returns will show he's getting money from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> do you who, think? Who else is lending him money? Are you sure shit ain't America? He's filed bankruptcy seven times. For real. <laughs> uh, so Trump claims that nobody, quote, nobody cares about my tax return except for the reporters. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he might release them after i'm out of office yeah after he's out of office securely in you know ensconced in the cayman islands where he can't be extradited um hopefully he's out of office here in the next year that's that's what i'm hoping he claims that he um can't release his tax returns because of an ongoing irs audit but 
Many have noted that individuals under audit can still choose to make their tax returns public. Inclu- the IRS has also came forward and said, no, you can release them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Trump's lawyer said last week that his income tax don't show income from Russian sources or debt owed to Russia, with the exceptions of $95 million paid by a Russian billionaire for a Florida estate and $12.2 million related to holding the Miss Universe pageant in 2013. I don't even want to know. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> $95 million for a Florida estate. Is anything in Florida worth $95 million? I don't even think Oh, yeah, Disneyland. there's a lot. I mean, Miami, Orlando, everything Ugh. is very expensive there. I don't know of $95 million. But in a state, I would think that that's going to include golf course land and yeah, and gotta, p- swimming pools. You got to luxury, golf. luxury, luxury. Uh, twelve point two million to, to host universe the, pageant in Moscow. In Moscow. I don't <laughs> <laughs> stop me before I say something I will regret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if if there doesn't show income from Russian sources or debt owed, then why are you holding them back? Mm-hmm. Just release them. What's the problem? I, I've got one, me? I think it does show Russian money. And two, I don't think he's nearly as wealthy as he says he is. It, true. I, I don't think, yeah. I don't think he has the money that he, on his during his campaign trail, was was really promoting that he's such a wise businessman and he's money smart. I don't think, yeah, I don't... <laughs> I've said this before and I'll say it again. This is a man who couldn't sell steak and vodka to Americans. Yeah. He's a and, terrible and businessman. When she says that, she's not being sarcastic. That's no, historically he like... <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> Trump steaks failed. Trump vodka failed. Trump casinos closed. He could not sell gambling steak and vodka to Americans. This is a bad businessman. Yeah. This is a man a who got issue. a whole shit ton of money from daddy... And if he had just lived off the, the interest, he'd be a wealthier man than he is today. And I think the majority of his quote-unquote wealth is tied up in, in Russian loans. And it's not something, it's not cash on hand. It's, you know, it's all tied up with the brand name of Trump. Which he's just putting in the shitter right now. Because, man, he, his approval ratings right now are below Bush's post-Katrina. Oh, um, damn. Those were bad. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> that was bad. And he's... He, I'm sure George W. Bush is somewhere going, Yeah, I'm not the worst anymore. Oh, he totally is. <laughs> he's appeared on talk shows and he's he's got his book released. and Yeah. And he is not fond of Trump. Frankly, I don't think anybody in the Bush family is fond of Trump. Well, you know, he has been classy in interviews, which is more than I expected of him. Uh, Because when he goes on an interview, sure as shit, they're going to say, hey, how's your book going? How's life after presidency? How do you feel about Trump? I mean, it's it's, it's right there. Yeah, which I think is one of the reasons why Obama hasn't really done a sit-down interview with anybody. (laughs) Um, Not that I don't think he'd be classy, because frankly, I think Obama has more class in his little finger than the entire Trump family has. Yeah. uh, At all. Complete. Yeah. but I, I don't think he's sat down because he doesn't want those questions right now. 
I think he's been busy. He's been working on this library. He's working on he, his charity. And did you see his tweet about Mother's Day? Yes. So sweet. Yeah. Did you see Trump's? <laughs> he declared it Mother's Day. <laughs> you didn't declare it shit, honey. It was on the calendar. Oh, I didn't you got see here. that one, but I saw the one where he was getting his me time on the golf course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. By himself. By himself. Yeah. No mothers there. <laughs> Melania, did you? Did anybody do anything for you? Please, please. Tell I me hope Melania. Baron did something. Yeah, but um, yeah, but he did. He did uh, declare it Mother's Day. Like, I mean, <laughs> at least I got hospital bills from my ex <laughs> for Mother's Day. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's the end of our list. We actually went through that fairly quickly. We did. We did. Um, we rambled. And, uh, well, we skipped an introduction. We did. Nobody skip knows an who we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mia. Mia Hello. I'm CJ. <laughs> we are out of our skull. We are out of we our skull. We are totally out of our skull. <laughs> oh, my God. If the next two weeks are as bad as this two weeks, I've got to say, the shit show with Flynn and. and Comey was at least it was entertaining yeah it was and <coughs> i just want to in um, a oh my god rome is burning kind of way <laughs> <laughs> that's true um i want to let our listeners know especially the north carolina ones there is currently a house bill uh in the house right now and also another one in the senate both proposing uh, the legalization of medical marijuana. Yes. Um, I don't know when they're going to vote on that or have, have their decision making You know, about I have it. always, I don't smoke it. Um, it does nothing for me but give me headaches. Uh, but yeah. I've always, I've always been of the opinion, if I can pop open a bottle of gin, I don't know why somebody can't light up a joint. Well, this is medical marijuana. Yeah. So this, these particular bills... Um, the, these particular bills least... are really, really important because I do know people, particularly with like rheumatoid arthritis um, and cataracts, that this is this works for them. Also, I have known people who have had who are HIV positive that this stimulates the appetite. Um, so, yes, just pass this, pass this. And well, this particular one, which. Is it's much more um, hard to get than than the other ones. This one is going to be ministered in hospitals to patients, like cancer patients. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be so like, it's a, not like, like a clinic can, where you, you can get, get prescribed right. and then you can go to a clinic. That's unfortunate. But that's I think I, it's still kind well, of it's still a step. It's still a step. I'm not sure. I I could also be misspeaking because I didn't. You know, I don't know the whole thing. And the fact that there's two of them kind of confused me. Why yeah. would there be a House one? Why would there be a Senate one? What's, right. And we probably should be read some through the entire bill, which is something nobody in the House of Representatives did when Trump care was placed on their plate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Openly admitted. Well, our aides read it. Maybe. <laughs> um, well, even if they read it, there was nothing in there. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, we will be back June 1st. Yes. And um, 
I don't we'll know. see what happens in the next two weeks. Go to your marches. Go to your marches. Um, vote if you have any sort of primary or vote in your area. Vote. Vote in your primaries. Um, and be send mindful. Send your letters. Yes, and be mindful of what is, when your voting is because different counties have different voting days. And I've noticed a lot of least South Carolina co- counties had some voting this past couple of weeks. Correct. So just be very aware of what is available to vote on and vote in every election. Everything. Just vote. Good message to send out on. Yes. All right. Good night, Scullies. Good night.